Hey Beavers, welcome back to episode 6 of Recognizing RHS. I'm Alex. I'm Lexi. I'm Henry. And I'm Reagan. We have a lot of awesome stuff in this episode, so let's get started. So today we'll have our student and staff shoutouts, and then we'll give you guys our weekly rundown. Finally, we'll have an interview with Frank Sanzo and Payne Overall, and then we'll also speak with basketball coach Mr. Caldwell. Alright, let's get started. First up, we have our student shoutout. This week's shoutout goes to... Cheyenne Durda. Cheyenne Durda is a senior who participates in cross-country, indoor track, and outdoor track. Cheyenne has been on varsity for all four years of her high school career and is now the 5K cross-country record holder for Riverside. Cheyenne also recently competed at the indoor state meet for the two-mile and had a PR time of 11 minutes and 13 seconds. Cheyenne also just committed to the D1 school, Stetson University in Florida. Congratulations, Cheyenne, and we wish you the best of luck with your outdoor season and everything else that you'll do. Next up, we have our staff shout-out. This week's staff shout-out goes to Miss Babcock. Mrs. Babcock is an intervention teacher here at Riverside. She is also an assistant cross-country coach, swim and dive coach, and a track coach. Coach Babcock helped Coach Julia Hickson all the way to winning backstrokes at the Paris State Meet. Coach Babcock is never seen without a smile on her face and is always there for her athletes and students. Thank you, Coach Babcock, for all the positivity and awesomeness you spread at Riverside. Alright, to start things off, we have Julia Hickson, who finished with a PR time of 116.60. Julia is the state champion in the Para 100 backstroke. She also PR'd in the 50 free, finishing second with a time of 32.25. You can read about Julia in her own News Herald story. Congratulations, Julia. This is such an amazing accomplishment. Congratulations to senior Joseph Grantham for being selected as a finalist in the 2021 National Merit Scholarship Program. He is one of the 15,000 finalists in the nation for this scholarship. Congratulations, Joseph. Keep up the hard work. The girls' basketball team put up a good fight against the sixth-ranked team in the state but fell a little short. It was an amazing season for the girls with more to come next year. Congratulations to Amanda Kolar and Sam Volpe for their all-conference selections. Also, to Belle Bozick and Marissa Radmore for their honorable mentions. Great job, ladies. The boys' basketball team finished their season a hard-fought loss against Euclid. The team finished their historic season with a record of 15-8. and The boys are on track to continue the success next year, and we're looking forward to it. Congratulations on the great season, boys. Congratulations to the academic decathlon team as they finished second overall in the Division II regional competition. What a great job, team. The wrestling team had a great week. The team has three state qualifiers, Danny Martage, Chris Rocha, and Tyler Wittrick. Most of these guys were state alternates a year ago. Now they are wrestling in the D1 tournament. This shows how hard these guys work in the offseason. Congratulations, guys. Good luck at states. Today we will be starting off our interviews with senior Frank Sanzo and junior Peyton Alvaro. Frank and Peyton were both involved in the play and in regiment. Thank you guys for coming on today. Thank you. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Alright, so for the listeners who don't know, what play did you guys just finish? We just finished the Brothers Grimm Spectaculathon, which we performed virtually over Zoom. Can you tell us about the play and both your roles in that? Yeah, so the play was a, uh, basically it was two narrators trying to make a bunch of actors recite all 205 or 4 fairy tales that are uh, collected by the Brothers Grimm. We uh, did it virtually, we intended to do it uh, in person. But we ended up getting switched to online when the pandemic started getting worse during the holiday months. I played the role of actor, which is probably the hardest role I have played in my high school career. I had to to act out the entirety of Cinderella as one person, switching wigs, costumes, characters. It was insane. Uh, Yeah, my role, I'm not like in the play, I'm more of the behind the scenes person. I'm the tech head, which is like the leader of the group. 
for a makeup crew, we really didn't get to do anything this year because of COVID. We can't touch faces or anything. But it was really cool to see how like the actors and they pulled it all off. It was chill. It was fun. What uh, what made you guys want to like get into theater and like get into these roles? I mean, I've always been into like makeup and stuff and managing groups. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> when Pudgy was uh, opening up theater to freshmen, I was like, oh, okay, cool, I'll join. And then. Progressively, I just got the title of tech head because I, yeah. I kind of took over. <laughs> but um, now I'm vice president of the theater club. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and, I'm, and speaking of vice president, I'm secretary of the theater club. And I started theater because my sister did it. Yeah. And so freshman year, I auditioned for the musical, kind of hesitant about it, but I ended up getting a, like, a supporting role. So me and my sister were both in the musical together, and that was something really special between us. Yeah. And so uh, from there on, I was hooked, and yeah. I, kept, I kept auditioning, kept being a part of it. And I haven't stopped since, and it's really fun. I really do enjoy it. It's like a, it's like a family there. So. Yeah, it really is. So, how did COVID change the show preparation, and was it hard performing without an audience? I mean, it was. It was different. Um, you know, usually we have an audience to get feedback from and whatnot, but this show we were just like, okay, it's just us. Let's wing it. So it was kind of just like one big guessing game that turned out well at the end. So I don't know if you guys know this, but Reagan and I are actually competitive dancers. So what? Like last, year, <laughs> like last year when we were like ending the year and everything was kind of hit, we had all of our dances choreographed and we were like ready to perform them for a recital, but we obviously couldn't have a recital. So Reagan and I, like a couple of months after everything hit, had to like perform all these dances in our dance studio to a camera, and that sucked so oh, bad because wow. Reagan and I are very yeah. audience-oriented people. Yeah. I feel like I definitely get my energy from like the audience, yeah. and I yeah. like reciprocate that energy back to what I'm seeing in the audience. Exactly. So I can't even imagine what you guys went through. <laughs> it was, it was hard. <laughs> so jumping back into the questions, were you happy with how the play turned out, though, even with everything? Uh, overall, yeah, it was a really good show. As different as it was. Uh, when I viewed it as an audience member and not like part of the crew, it was super funny, entertaining, and you know, even with like the technical mistakes or like blips that we had, it was still, you know, grabbing and attention getting. Yeah. But overall, I think it went really well, and if we had to do it again, I think we'd be perfectly fine and everybody would love it. Yeah. Uh, from an actor's standpoint, it was really hard to continue doing the play for almost two months after what we were scheduled. We were supposed to be performing the musical like next week. The show itself, you know, there's a lot of like virtual like you know glitches and stuff. Like one at one point, I froze with my hands on my head for like, yeah. 20, full twenty seconds, and it was, it was just very scary. But uh, overall, the show itself, when it came out, was really good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, that's that's always really hard. All right. So, what's been your guys' favorite part from theater? So, the favorite memory would be when we were performing Newsies, and I think it was the last night of the show. It was the Saturday night performance, and this was like my favorite show I've been a part of. I had super fun with it, but I decided I was going to put it all out on stage. So, there's one scene where I had to open up a newspaper in front of the main character and show him, look, we're in the newspaper. Look, we, like, we did it. And I walk up to him, and I'm like super excited, and I'm like, look, we did it! Right in half on stage. I'm holding two pieces of newspaper in my hands, and I'm like just trying not to laugh. I look at Ben, who was playing the main character. He, he like smirks a little bit, and I'm like, ah, and then I put it in my back pocket to put it away, and I pretend like it didn't happen. But it hooked under my like overcoat, and it made my it made like he looked like I had a tail. It was really bad. It was so funny to watch it post, and I still have the two parts of the newspaper today. Oh, so, <laughs> it was awesome.
Uh, my favorite part, it's really the like environment. Every show I'm backstage and it turns into absolute chaos. Like I'm running from stage right all the way to stage left, maneuvering between like 20 kids in like this narrow hallway, trying to get somebody their shoe or trying to do somebody's makeup in like 30 seconds or like the quick changes when somebody comes off stage and it's just like, wow, you're not wearing the dress you're supposed to be wearing. Um, or when something happens on stage and it's just like, like in Newsies we had this table that the prop crew brought out completely fell apart on stage, like the legs gave out and Jeez. it just went glass everywhere. It was that. just so bad, but the adrenaline of just being backstage is where it's at. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So what's the musical going to be in the spring? So uh, the musical that we're doing in the spring is called Songs for a New World. It's a very interesting musical. It's very yes. modern. It's very exciting too. And we had our first rehearsal yesterday. Uh, the dates for it are April 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Um, it's gonna be really fun. We're really excited. It's gonna be staged really interestingly. Mm -hmm. We're gonna have a lot of just cool aspects that we haven't done so far in theater, and it's gonna bring out a lot of character in us. And it's gonna show everybody's talents. So we're yeah. really excited for that. Uh, with this show, it's actually makeup and hair oriented. Ooh. It's not a lot of costumes because you know it's very modern, so they're gonna be yeah. the same as always. But um, it's a ten-person cast. We have five boys and five girls, and everybody's really excited to get this rolling. Hopefully, it won't end up on Zoom. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it in person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are also Switching it up a little bit, are you guys involved in any other activities with the school outside of school? Um, I'm in student council with the, our lovely hosts. Um, <laughs> I, I do student council, you know, I'm a board member. I just love to help and manage, like I said before. <laughs> um, outside of school, I, I just work in a daycare and that's oh, really that's it. <laughs> um, so I, I'm in band. I'm in choir, I was involved in the marching band, I was section leader for the drum line with uh, my two other friends. And then um, in theater, I'm the secretary for the officers, and then I'm also state thespian officer for uh, the Ohio Education Theater, Educational Theater Association, and which means I represent all of Northeast Ohio thespians, and I'm a voting member on the board for all of Ohio, which is really awesome, it's really fun. Um, outside of school, I play in a band called Six Feet Apart, Funny name, <laughs> and we have a gig coming up soon. We're really excited for, and then um, I also work at Pet Supplies Plus with my best friend, so that's really fun. I get to hang out with all the, with all the ferrets and hamsters and stuff. <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 me outside of school. When you guys do gigs, like where do you perform? Yeah, so over the summer we formed the band. We called it Six of You Apart because we wanted to uh, make it a safe musical environment because live music was dead. Yeah. Kind of. It was, it was just not a lot, a lot of live music was happening over summer, so we wanted to do something that would be safe for everybody, so we made sure everybody took precautions and at least spaced out a little bit. This was before masks were like really a yeah. thing, yeah. Uh -huh. like people realized they like worked. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, people spaced out, we performed uh, separate from each other, we performed uh, two gigs. We performed one in Fairport, and we performed another one in the Flats in Cleveland, oh. which was really fun. Awesome. That was awesome. Crazy. And everybody uh, at the Flats one, everybody wore masks, they stayed distant, we made sure it was safe, we performed stuff from the Beatles to the Doobie Brothers to, uh, we performed a uh, Bruno Mars song. Wow. So yeah, that's fun. And then our, our performance we're coming up in, in March is, uh, we're recording it at the Rock the House studio in Painesville, I think it is in. And we're gonna record it there, it's gonna be pre-recorded. And then we're gonna put it in a uh, fundraiser for my mom's work, she works at Habitat for Humanity. So yeah, that's really exciting. We're really excited to be able to actually play music again. Yeah. That's awesome.
So how did you guys start the Friday Band? Okay, so this is Frank's story, Frank Grandini's story, not mine, but this is how I remember it. <laughs> so I remember him saying that there was a kid in his class, I think freshman year, that was saying that, oh, sports do this, sports do that, band kids do nothing, you know, you guys don't have any confidence. Frank went up and said, oh, really? What do I need to do to show you my confidence? And the kid was like, play your saxophone down the hallway at the end of the day and see how long you can go until you get yelled at. Frank was like, cool, I'll do it. So I remember, I remember this day specifically because he had his Barry sax, this big thumbed in saxophone, and he's walking through the halls and he's just grooving on the saxophone. All his teachers are going, hey, stop playing that. And he's still going and he makes it to the end of the hall. A bunch of teachers are yelling at him with yeah. so many kids around him. But then he did it again. And then he did it again and again. He kept doing it every Friday yeah. because this kid, he really wanted to prove this kid wrong because, you know, you know, the stereotype of band kids right. is that, you know, they're, they're shy, they're not confident. So he wanted to show that, yeah, we can, we can, show, we can show this kid yeah. what's up. <laughs> so he started doing it every Friday. The, the, the teachers started getting used to it, and they started not yelling at him. And then, you know, someone would join him. And then before he knew, he had a whole band. And then a band would start playing every Friday. And then Frank Grandini started writing arrangements for this band. So these are like all original songs that we do. He writes these arrangements and we play them. And then he added, he added me into the mix. And then we got to our 50th Friday band. We were a full band walking down the hall every Friday. Yeah. And that, that also developed into another band that we did outside of school called Flat Ocean. But uh, really, we were doing, a, we were doing a, this thing every Friday, walking down the halls playing music that we wrote, original music. And then the superintendent, uh, Mr. Kalis, right? Yeah. He, he asked us to continue doing it. He wants wow. us to make it. So, yeah, he's there he every, every, every Friday. He's there at the end of the hall. And there's someone reporting us yeah. and all the board members. Uh, out of the board office, they come out and they, they applaud us, they cheer us on. Uh, we, we, we do like different like genres. Really, like, like I played my electric guitar with a hand yeah. on my back, backpack. <laughs> I've done, uh, I play melodica sometimes. I do percussion sometimes. We've gotten uh, tubas. We've had a guy on a tuba, a saxophone, a uh, trumpet, and then we've had like a uh, bass drum and a snare player. It was super loud. It was, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, it, it just developed into that. And then I recently, we started doing it. So I sing. So we did yeah. a, I Want to Hold Your Hand by the Beatles for Valentine's Day. Oh, so now we're, now, we're, now we're seeing where I can sing in there. And sing, yeah. Cause we have to do all acoustic now. We have to do just strings. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't do anything that really has air blowing through. So if I sing with a mask on, that's we're seeing effect and that can yeah. help. Because so. I've I've been down there a couple times when you guys are like making your way down there and they just all get so excited every Oh day. my gosh, it's, it's so yeah. sick. Twitter, he's always yeah. posting yeah. so like, yeah. every Friday. Yeah. Like, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> like, he has stories that just sound like they're all made up. They're real. He, he's like the main character. And yeah. it's not yeah. Yeah. Frank he is the main <laughs> character. He really is. But yeah, that's that's how Friday Man started. Uh, Frank, could you tell us your plan for after high school and how you plan to continue playing music in college? Yeah, so after high school, I intend to go to Bowling Green State University to pursue music education. I had a uh, audition outside of like doing music in school. I plan to continue playing with my band. I, uh, I release uh, music on Spotify and uh, Apple Music and stuff. Oh, so wow. yeah, that's that was fun. something I should have mentioned for yeah. outside <laughs> school. <laughs> Is it just the band name? No, it's me. It's, oh, yeah. I write, I write, I write, music. produce music, and oh, I put wow. it on Spotify. How do you find it on, like, what do we look up if we want to listen to it? Yeah, so you can find my music on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, anything that you can find music on, except for SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just search Frank Sanzo. I have four songs up right now, and then on YouTube, I have a couple of covers, as well as a music video. Oh, that's, cool. uh, well, a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> quick shout out, you know, check out my music or whatever. But yeah, and then um, I plan to continue doing that bring my setup to the college and continue, you know, pursuing music, teaching people music and
hopefully playing with a band. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. All right, and then Frank, as a senior, do you have any advice for underclassmen? Just do everything you can, anything you can. Get involved with everything that you can do because there's so many things that I regret not being a part of. I wish I was a part of student council. I wish I was more involved with students and engagement. I wish I was able to, you know, uh, coordinate something like the podcast. I think this is so great. I think this is awesome. You guys are engaging students. You guys are engaging teachers with students and bringing better connections. Just be involved with everything you can be involved in. Band, choir, theater, student council, mock trial. I, I don't know, chess club, like, like <laughs> academic decathlon. Just, just do everything you can. Be involved with everything you can and make friends and make memories because before you know it, you're a senior and a pandemic starts. And now you, you don't have much to, to cling on to. So just make those memories now while you can. Live in the moment. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, this is all really great. Thank you guys for coming on. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you, you guys. Us. Thank you. All right. So up next, we would like to welcome Mr. Caldwell. How you doing today? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Good. Would you like to talk what your job is here at Riverside? Sure. Um, I'm an intervention specialist um, on campus. So what I do is uh, help students with um, individualized, individualized education plans, uh, access the curriculum as well as possible. Um, I work with students grades 8 through 12. Um, I've been doing that for almost 13 years, I think. So that is, that is one of my main functions here. So if you could change one thing about Riverside, what would it be? Um, I think I would change our start time. <laughs> I, would, I would like it if we could start a little later in the day. Yeah. Um, some studies I've read show that you guys do a whole lot better. Like if we just flexed it back like an hour and went like eight to three or something like that, we could still do athletics. And I think you guys, the students would, would perform better on tests and just yeah. function better as humans because you guys need to sleep. <laughs> that sounds yeah. good to me. Just, I mean, right. that, would, that would truly like, be the, the biggest thing I would change. Yeah. All right, so switching gears, how was the basketball season this year? The weirdest season I've, I've ever participated <laughs> yeah. in. Um, just, um, it was a roller coaster from start to finish, kind of trying to, to figure out if we're going to have a season. We started, then we stopped, and then we right. went on. Um, but we managed to pull off 22 games, I think, yeah. in, um, in just over a month. And the kids were fantastic um, dealing with the changes and trying to figure out like, this practice, that practice, who are we playing today? Yeah. Um, all while just dealing with COVID. Right, so, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, are you also coaching softball this year? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am um, helping out as needed with the JV. Yeah. Um, most likely, like keeping the book or something. <laughs> um, it is not my forte, but um, I am. But it was just something I was asked to do, and I'm happy to help out whenever I can. All right. And then, what advice do you have for our listeners? Um, well, if they're students, I would just say keep on keeping on. It, it's um, high school's an adventure. Um, try not to peek. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things out there that are that, 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 that are adventurous to do. Like if you can get out past Painesville, get out past Painesville, and just I mean see the world. It's, a, it's yeah. an amazing place. Um, and just do your best every day. And sometimes your best isn't good enough, and that's all right. So. Yeah, that's great advice. Thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate everything you've done and for giving us your time. Well, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Of course. Of course. All right, so that'll be all for this episode. We hope to have you guys back next week, and we really appreciate you guys listening.
We've really loved all the feedback from you guys, and if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, or any recommendations about who you'd like to hear from, let us know. You can contact us at RecognizingRHS at RiversideSchools.net or DM us at RecognizingRHS. See you guys next Monday.